Welcome to the Sketchy Sketch Sketch Show podcast, where usually anyone can submit a sketch. But not this week, my friends. This is Riff Week, y'all, where we all brought ideas for sketches and we just talked about where they could go. Here to host, I'm Harrison. And I'm Amy. With us today, Keely Anastasia, Keith Estrella, Lisa Weitzman, Pat McBride, Ryan Wybrick, Tyler Chick. All right, everybody, welcome to week nine, Riff Week. This is really exciting. This is our first (laughs) Riff Week. I know I'm out of ideas, so this is going to be really good. (laughs) Take a shitty little idea. Strictly bottom of the barrel. (laughs) Cool, y'all. So we got some ideas from folks in our email. Uh, Would anyone like to go first? I'll go ahead and go. I'll bite the bullet. All right. Thanks, Dan. (laughs) All right. So, um... I had, yeah, I had written to Harrison about this idea. I've had this idea kicking around in my head for a little bit. Um, Basically, um, the idea is, you know, um, school shootings, they happen. They're the worst. They're terrible. So funny. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Starting off pretty great already. Um, But um, yeah, you know, like during that whole time when uh, people were throwing out ideas, people were like, well, we should, you know, arm teachers. I just think we should take that a step further and get rocket launchers into janitors hands, because I don't know about (laughs) you, but if I am someone with a gun and I hear janitors have rocket launchers, (laughs) I'm not coming anywhere near the school. All right. Like guns. Yeah, I might be able to survive a gunshot, but a rocket launcher. I think that I think that might be the key. Like that might be the answer here. Plus, you can have a lot of fun with janitors. Like jan- a janitor trope is is always going to be comedic no matter what. So, and I really, yeah, I mean, the janitor could be like you know the quiet, silent type. He could also be like the the maniac, you know, who's like you know you open the janitor closet and there's aluminum foil everywhere and stuff and. Yeah, I'd like to see the old trope of like, I'm the eyes and ears of this place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there's some he could be like the gatekeeper. Yeah, exactly. He's got he's got the ring of keys. So, yeah, Dan, this idea is like super fun. I think there's like two things you want to think about doing it, which is like making the satire super clear. (laughs) Right. Like just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think subtle people work here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, as I told. Harrison with this before like this is kind of one of those things that I think about like a modest proposal so obviously Mm -hmm. this isn't going to be as great as that but the idea of taking something that sounds to me completely insane but Mm -hmm. apparently it isn't so Harrison I completely disagree I think it's very funny to be (laughs) ambiguous about school shootings (laughs) (laughs) where you don't know if you're watching comedy or like you know uh, an accurate news report of something that's going on that's when i really love the idea of like just examining the idea that the way to keep students safe at school is an arms race yeah because nothing says dystopia like arming your teeth i mean you could keep even pushing it up to the point where like let's all give all the kids guns because then the good ones will keep the bad ones in line (laughs) oh my god that That sounds like something they would say Mm -hmm. No, no that sounds great yeah no that can be like the update to like we saw so much progress and so much good from the rocket launcher program that we decided (laughs) to go ahead and hand every one of our kids a handgun 
And it's just been only turning better from here. So. The only thing that can stop a bad kid with a gun is a good kid with a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. Right. I love the idea of starting, oh, the, starting the sketch after the success of the bazooka program. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's already happened in the past in this game. <laughs> that could be fun because then you just have the visual of the janitor with the bazooka cart, bazooka slash mop cart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really do love the visual, I'm sorry, of of the janitor pushing a cart and there yeah. be just a very heavily like, yeah, I'm sorry. I just really love that mm-hmm. visual. So there's the angle of the uh the ring of keys being an early warning system for uh perpetrators. Mm. Oh yeah. They yeah. Keys I love the idea of the janitor being in cahoots with like the lunch lady or something though. Yeah. yeah. I want to see a librarian somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> with a silenced pistol or something. Yeah, I think it could start out as like a human interest news story piece and then just like shift into mm. like a war movie. <laughs> where that like the janitor is like the general or something. I really like the idea of framing it as like a news piece. I could also see it being framed as like a politician's video for like their take on something. Uh, I even love what you said earlier. Like I, I know my favorite people when I went to school were the custodians. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to give them all bazookas. It sounds like something like a teenager running for mayor would say. <laughs> 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 Uh, that's great. Yeah. I think we need to raise the stakes, though, even more. Like, I want the student council to have to decide, like, do we allocate money towards, like, this arms race or to prom? Like, what, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, is this, like, is this, like, the, the class president, like, student body? Is this their platform? Is this take the politics to, instead of having it oh, funded, wow. you know? Yeah. Mm. Oh, man, that would be pretty... No, that's a great take on it, that the, stu- the student body is ready to move on this because the federal government isn't moving fast enough. I almost think we're just mapping like the federal government onto the mm-hmm. high school experience mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, that really lets you use like the custodial staff as, you know, as the armed forces in that situation too. Mm-hmm. Make them the heroes. Exactly. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, exactly. We need to honor our heroes. The, school's, the majority of the school's budget needs to go towards this. Can you have a shot of like yeah. someone taking a flute out of a kid's hand and putting a gun in it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Very artsy war film, yeah. Like a kid frowning with uh, like paintbrushes and then like smiling with a bunch of guns. <laughs> He's got yeah. two handguns with a paintbrushes. You're welcome. Thank you all for uh, for fleshing it out so much. Who wants to go next? I can go. There you go. All right. Um, so, you know what I think is weird is how when nonprofits and charities like are hosting fundraisers, they always throw these like extravagant, expensive events to like raise money for people in need. It's like people are like, oh yeah, let's like book a ballroom and like get great catering and have an open bar to like raise money. It's like they're using most of their budgets. But then I was thinking about like, oh, why would they do that? And it's like, are people, are wealthy people who will act as donors only inclined to come to events that are like fancy or like, you know, absolutely. Yeah. And so I don't know, there could be, I don't know. I think there's like so many directions to take this, like as the game, one of them I was thinking was like, Oh, um, what if a bunch of like old men are like sitting around at the country club and they're like, I don't want to have to rent another tux. Like just 
you know, I'll give a million dollars to the next uh, backyard barbecue I'm invited to or, you know, something like that. So, yeah, would love to they're getting thoughts. tired of the extravagant events and they're looking for something more hometown kind of thing. Yeah, I could even see the opposite working, too, of like a bunch of people sitting around being like, do you see the great work that Glad is doing right now? Like, oh yeah, the like shrimp cocktail they had was amazing. <laughs> yeah. And the wait staff they're hiring is just getting more and more attractive. I love their parties. <laughs> the lighting was impeccable. Yeah. This actually happened to me one time. I was going and um, back and forth and this woman had to have this jersey. And I knew, I could tell she was hammering and she had to have it. So she kept jumping in right over me. So I kept going in to make her go up. <laughs> So I'm thinking I'm doing a good thing for the charity, you know, it's for the multiple sclerosis society. I could see someone being like, yeah, I'm the head of a foundation that pushes people up in these auctions. We like go to these soirees and we see who's drunk. And This is like the, the modern day, like Robin Hood scenario. Like if they did a remake, it'd be you, Pat. Yeah, they're like an expert at seeing like in a negotiation style who wants it more, that sort of thing. They're some sort of people Expert reader in body language. Mm -hmm. I love the idea of like uh, veterans of this, like pushing people up in auctions foundation, like sitting around a table telling war stories. Like <laughs> I once had a five minute conversation with Leonardo DiCaprio. He wrote me a $500,000 check on the spot. Like just like sharing their <laughs> best, their biggest wins. Oh, I'm so sorry. You had to talk to Leo for five yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. They do some of the biggest name drops. Yeah. But then they're just like, yeah. oh my God, what a pisser that guy is. Yeah. Mm, I'm also thinking like maybe another angle is some like bright eyed recent like grad has got their first job in like social work or something. And then, you know, they're drafted onto the event planning committee and then, you know, they're going over the budgets and what they're getting. And they're like, wait, why, why are we spending? Why are we getting lobster tail? Like, we, we don't need that. And then, you know, them just be like, oh, this is how we've always done it or um, something like that. I like the reasoning. This is how we've always done it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you can just heighten that and make it more and like yeah. to absurdity. Yeah, I like the idea that they really know what they're talking about, too. Like that they've gone through the numbers and been like, here's how much we spend on lobster tail. And here's the difference it actually makes. I've like seen research about this uh, and have them just be like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Get a few years under your belt, kid. Look, we've always done it this way. Don't tell us how to live yeah. our lives. Yeah. And the voice of reason is just like, but we could just be giving this money to the people who need it as opposed to, you know, throwing this soiree. Easy freak. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, like I can't really imagine, yeah, them getting really put off by that. Kind of <laughs> I like the idea that the people who are like throwing the soiree also have like no idea what the charity does. <laughs> like a rich person who has to like go on stage and like give a two minute spiel about the charity and like can't even get through like the main talking points, just like completely doesn't understand what's happening. Just keep talking about the lobster or the steak or the the gift bags, the swag bags. Yeah, out of touch rich guy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to be mm -hmm. had there. I'm just going to speak from personal experience real quick because we've we've interviewed some rich people on uh, our local like the PCN or whatever when I worked there. And one of them, he like just started going into how he had like eight ex-wives and all of them were 30 years younger than him. Like, And they don't they things. think they're bragging, but it's actually super embarrassing and they should not be proud of yeah, this behavior. Like, like <laughs> yeah. we were laughing the whole time, like me and the crew and like the people in the back, like what is happening right now? Is this guy really just like telling us every 
woman he slept with the past eight years? Like, kind of thing. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, well, you gotta know. It's a part of the story. <laughs> like, okay, I guess. It came up organically. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm telling all my charity stories. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the spiel he says every time he gets to a This is how we've always done it. Cool, thanks for bringing it. Yay, fun. I'll pitch an idea if we're ready for the next one. Okay, so my idea is there's um, an executive meeting at Crayola and they have to change color names, which they have done in the past, I'm sure. You know, um, they've retired colors and that sort of thing. But my... This the idea started because I thought, you know, that they somebody comes in and says we need to get rid of orange because orange is associated with orange is the new black. People will think of prison. We can't have children thinking of prisons and that kind of starting it as kind of weird but basic, but then going up to like blue. We have to get rid of blue because of I don't even know what. Just starting with some very depressed. Yeah, blue means sad. We can't have kids being sad anymore. Well, yeah, then we got to cancel green because green is about jealousy. And I don't like that. I don't it want also people makes to think sick. I'm jealous. Oh, yeah. Sick people. Mm-hmm. Sick, jealous. That's what that's the kids that we're, we'll be creating. Red, like the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. We can't have this. These crayons promoting Bible stories. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was my basic idea. And then I was just picturing like a straight man just being like, what? Red is a primary color. You can't get rid of red. What are you talking about? You know, I like the idea of like the heightenable thing to be like the reasoning for getting rid of it. Like the chain reaction gets longer and longer. So it's like the first one's like, Oh, well we need to rename red. Cause it makes me think of such and such. And then like, when we get to blue, it's like, well, that makes me think of this, which makes me think of that, which makes me think of that. And then everyone's like, yeah, yeah. it's just like an yeah. association. Game. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. That gets so far yeah. off. I like that. Like selling packs to like different age groups. Uh, mm. We'll take, blue out of the like millennial pack because of blue eyes matter and we'll like call that something and we'll call that like pig or something <laughs> from now on blue is labeled pig in the millennial pack <laughs> but in the boomer pack it's labeled heroes or something <laughs> there you go use this crayon to draw a thin blue line on your pick. <laughs> commercials too i like it maybe the sketch could be like focus groups for these new age like generational really yeah that's good i couldn't think of any context besides just a board meeting so i like that trying to test out new new names of of different colors or different crayons let us know what you think this is or what color you think this is or something and and there could be a geographical thing like the the crayons in california could have different names than the crayons on the east side which could really you know be a Total crayons from the south are different oh, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, they're the yeah. same colors, but they all have different names. You have real so, Midwestern or something. Yeah, yeah. Fargo like, accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some kind of brown could be Guernsey cow or something. 
Um, whereas in Florida, it's, I don't know, baby alligator or something. <laughs> well, you could have a, you could create a biggie versus two pack kind of warfare, East coast, West coast. <laughs> but over crayons. But packs. over crayons, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Ocean is like significantly greener on the <laughs> East coast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put a cap in your ass. You don't know what you're saying. <laughs> it's not two pockets, the 24 pack. Right. Uh, <laughs> nice. I like the idea of seeing like, like instead of seeing the, the sketch being the presentation to the executives with all this new data they've collected, like the sketches seeing the focus groups and then at the blow is them presenting the, all the new names to the, the board of directors. And they're like, this is complete gibberish. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how to use anything you've brought us. This is insanity. I like that. We're not changing the colors. This is how we've always done it. <laughs> We're not yeah, changing blue and light blue to Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yellow is not Snapchat. <laughs> this is a totally different sketch, but I just thought of someone who was very concerned about bootleg crayons being made that don't officially <laughs> come from Crayola. And it's like... I've I've heard stories about people taking the crayons and they put them in the little muffin tins and melting down in the oven to make their own crayons. <laughs> you can't compete with multicolored crayons. I really like mapping crayons with illicit drugs. I think that's mm -hmm. real. Fun. Do you know how much money the state could be making in taxes if we just let people buy crayons? Produced our own crayons? Yeah. Look, buddy, I just don't think this is a big problem. <laughs> Crayola wax is laced with rose art. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a quality issue. You can't cut it with that. It's just not going to be yeah, the someone, same texture. Someone's like, see how crumbly that is? See that? <laughs> it's coming right apart. This is not pure Creole. <laughs> <laughs> but someone cutting it open with a knife and like take, put a little, mm -hmm. little on the tip of the knife. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just licking a little bit off their pinky. Right. See, yeah. I'm not putting it on their teeth. See how yeah. much of it stays yeah. on their teeth. Like <laughs> That's the purest Creole I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this one is an idea for like a commercial parody for an app. I, I don't, you know, it's up for interpretation whether or not like a robot does it or a person does it. But the app sells a service that rummages through your friend's trash to tell you how their quarantine is really going uh, <laughs> instead of just like how their Instagram is making it look. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you find all yeah. of the like pizza boxes and order takeout because they're not cooking for themselves you know they're depressed kind of thing and their instagram yeah. just shows like i don't know like someone else's sourdough bread or something yeah all this right yeah, yeah. all these homemade recipes baking he's just plating up the chinese food he bought i knew he didn't make that starter <laughs> yeah. wine and paint date night produced seven bottles of wine <laughs> and only one painting yeah. that painting <laughs> i like uh I like the idea of um, 
this robot having these opinions. Oh yeah, the robot's like picking it out and it's <laughs> yeah. like commenting on the yeah. wine bottles. Yeah. Yeah. It has no tone, but it's just counting things and saying what they are. <laughs> Eleven ramen, twelve ramen, thirteen. So much for dry January. Yeah. <laughs> I guess these pants don't fit anymore. <laughs> we worked really hard at program programming the robot to give Rai comments. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, there's no coupons to the Bonton in here. <laughs> or I, see, I could see coupons being like clipped. Like he holds up the newspaper and see, like, I know that this is where the Bonton coupon used to be. Uh, yeah, 15% like off. analyzing the page and seeing uh, what the coupons are yes. for. <laughs> they took all the Wendy's coupons. Yeah. <laughs> the the baconator. All of them. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're just going to get a frosty. <laughs> I like that because a robot could also like bring up their Instagram page and like match it with what they were doing. I was gonna say I love the robot just like trying to start drama too. Like there's nothing like <laughs> actually suspicious, yeah. but they're like, mm, Powerade man, suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. He told Can't you Gatorade was his favorite yeah. drink, and now he's drinking yeah. Powerade. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? Their bottles are smaller. I love the robot's catchphrase being, what's up with that? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. That's so good. I'd also like to see the, the person using the app, like, at the end, defend, like, getting in a fight with the robot. Like, no, my friend's, you know, he's... He's a good guy, you know, for some... Like, he went in there to talk shit on his friend, but ends up fighting the robot and defending him to be like, no. No, robot. <laughs> Calm down. My friend can try Powerade every now and then. It doesn't mean he's never going to talk to me again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shut up, robot. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Strawberry kiwi. What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> I like if there's a subscription service where it's like a, the premium version is like, RAI will compose a passive aggressive DM to send to your friend to let them know that you might know a secret. <laughs> That's really good. I like the idea of it breaking down at some point and the person receiving the service being like, I, stop, I'm like worried about my friend now. I was like, uh, you know, I was jealous about their quarantine life because mine's been so bad, but I need you to stop. And the robot just being like, no. <laughs> no refunds or receipts. Yeah. I can never stop. Taking like pictures in the window, being like, still sleeps with a teddy. <laughs> or I want the friend to come out in like just the word, like in completely disheveled looking like garbage after they look beautiful on Instagram and discovering the robot somehow. And that could be fun. Fun way to end it. What the hell are you doing in my garbage? Who sent you? Self-destruct. Ooh, Your sweatpants. Mission compromised. <laughs> <laughs> you still love him, don't you? <laughs> you obviously gained 15 pounds from your last picture. <laughs> Looks like these underwear finally gave out. <laughs> no elastic left. Yeah. <laughs> no. They took all the Wendy's coupons. Thanks. That was fun. Thanks, Harrison. Yeah. Lisa, do you want to do yours? Um, the other day I was making yeah. my bed. Believe it or not, lots of times I. This go. is already so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I bought it. <laughs>
there's a bump in the bed and I'm like reaching under, you know, pulling out socks or pajamas or whatever. Oh my God. And I just thought, you know, that could be the start of a sketch. Like a mom says yeah. to the kid, go, go make your bed. And the kid comes running back. There's a bump in my bed, a bump in the bed. And the, and the mother starts saying, well, that's just your pajamas or your socks. Or then it just kind of heightens. And uh, that's as far as I got. I mean, there's got to be, that's the start of it. I mean, you know, oh, it's just, you know, the cat. I did have my cousin, <laughs> they had a scaredy cat. And the cat would, whenever company was over, get under the covers in their big queen-size bed, get right smack in the middle. Like, it must have been really claustrophobic <laughs> for this animal. But there's this, like, little mountain. Anyway, you know, you could just kind of heighten that. But I feel like it needs more for an actual sketch. It would need more than just what's the bump in the bed. I, so I totally disagree. I love this idea of bump in the bed. And I'd say it is enough for a sketch. Okay. I oh, think yeah. the idea of like, what's the bump in the bed? There's no bump in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of someone being embarrassed by the, them like may, putting a bump in the bed when they are making the bed is so silly. <laughs> and we could just find a reason for that. Okay, I like well, that. Yeah, I have the idea here too. Of okay, the mom goes where the kid has the bump of the bed, and she's just like, "It's just your socks, you know. It's just whatever." And she reaches and she grabs something. It's not socks. It's something unexpected. She's like, "Wait a minute, what?" And then there's still a bump, and she keeps reaching and keeps Ooh, grabbing like, like unexpected, that. random like things. Like, wait a minute. Is this a pack of cigarettes? Tommy, you're eight years <laughs> old. Wait, what else? Use condoms. Like a what else is in here? Empty beer bag. cans. What? Still Tommy. Yeah. Like just yeah. keeps pulling just like things you wouldn't expect. Like and even like eventually to the point of like pulling out like a whole bicycle or just like something that shouldn't fit. A like, motorcycle. Yes. Yeah. Like inside. Yeah. yeah. Like a person's. I bed. like that idea a lot. I like the idea of that. Like following the same weird logic too. like if it's like a Mario Lopez doll. Yeah. A Mario Lopez poster? <laughs> Mario Lopez? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah. Mario Lopez. He's like, oh, sorry, I left my stuff in here. <laughs> yeah. 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 I told you there was a bump in the bed, Mom. You didn't believe me. Like, I... Mario Lopez's arm, oh my God. <laughs> I thought I told you I didn't want you dating Mario Lopez anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to make it about Mario Lopez. That was a really <laughs> I just like how you guys are heightening it. Thank you. <laughs> I like that, like, the idea, like, I'd like to see the kid have, like, a big reason why they have to get the bed made. Like, they, they're not allowed to do something they really want to do until the bed is made. Okay. But they can't get rid of the bomb. Okay, that's good. So there, there's a book. There's a book called Make Your Bed, and it's by, uh, his name's William McRaven, who's a Navy SEAL. And he was a head Navy SEAL who took down Obama, or Obama, Osama bin Laden. Oh my, what? <laughs> <laughs> no! Sorry. No one took Too Obama. Too much Politico. Anyway, uh, the, uh, and I just think, and his whole concept is if you want to be successful and you want to be a, a, a Navy SEAL, which isn't the same uh, as okay. Fortnite, but it's, you know, a, a lofty goal, that you got to make your bed first. And I got to get this bump yeah. under my bed. 
out of my bed or I can't kill Osama bin Laden. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll never be a successful Navy SEAL. <laughs> I'll never be a successful janitor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could even see this being like a couple of teens just like hanging out you know, on a date or whatever, and they kiss, and then one of them, like, turns away, and they're like, what's what's wrong, Tommy? And he's like, there's a bump in my bed. <laughs> like, 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 just someone's day being thrown off super hard outside the bedroom because there's a bump in their bed. I Tommy, I, I, I just wanted you to know, I, I think I'm ready. I think I think I'm, we, can, we should make love for the first time. Okay, but... Before before we go up to my room, there's something I have to tell you. <laughs> I just there's a bump in my bed. I don't want you to accidentally lay on it because it could be very uncomfortable. I'm not really sure what all is in there. I've you tried know. to get it, I've tried to get rid of it, but I, I just can't. So we'll just have to pretend it's not there. My secret. And it's shame. not like I didn't put a lot of effort in this morning. Like I'm gonna be a successful Navy SEAL. I tried really hard. There's just a bump. <laughs> you ever read the book Make Your Bed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get real serious with the date that way. Yeah. That's kind of funny too. Yeah. All right. We're gonna need your resume, cover letter, and a topographical map of your bed. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a bump. The lines are closer together. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. That's just, yeah, he's like, oh no, they're going to see my bump. It's a topographical map. <laughs> it's a topographical map. <laughs> Sorry, this, uh, this, this high point in uh, the middle of your bed, is that a pillow or? It's a bump. It's a bump in my bed, all right? <laughs> it's not to scale. It's not to scale. <laughs> I've got a big job interview. I've got a big interview tomorrow and I can't find my bed map. <laughs> <laughs> Just a series, a series of people throughout, throughout history. Like Amelia Earhart is like taking off and she's like, shit, I forgot to make my bed today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a history lesson. And then she disappeared. <laughs> it's a cautionary tale. It's a PSA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see the you see like the maids in the Titanic and they're like I'm tired of making these fucking beds <laughs> 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 Mario Lopez is our mom, oh my God. Well, yeah, thanks, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, okay. Who wants to go next? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I this is just a a, a kernel of an idea as well but uh i was just thinking about a guy who goes to an edm show and is just really disappointed at how often they use the air cannons like they're just like <laughs> oh they're they're really overusing these air cannons like they're doing every every single drop at really guys every single drop you're gonna shoot off the air cannons you're you're they're not even special anymore like <laughs> like maybe it could come from a place of like EDM used to be about the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that a lot. I think it'd be so funny to have, you know, this person just like partying super hard until air cannons go off. And he gets like uh, progressively more annoyed. Yeah, no, I'm not going to dance here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or like his friends are just like, it's not a big deal. Like, re relax, just have fun. And then by the end of it, they're like, well, no, I can't enjoy it either. That's all I hear now. <laughs> Like the cowbell. Yeah. 
I'll have to check out EDM. <laughs> I, think, I think it's what we used to call disco, Lisa. Oh, okay. Thank you, Pat. Yeah. I think it's like disco on steroids. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Well, to, it's theory. disco on Molly. Yeah. <laughs> and Molly. Right? It's not a bad way to put it. Yeah. Kind of adjacent to this, I was um at this like theater production the other day and they had like all these live animals in it and they had like doves that would like fly across the top like of the ceiling. And the first time it happened, I was like, whoa, like so cool. They got these trained doves, but it happened like four times throughout the show. And so it was just it was kind of like that. Like, it's just like, oh, you you ruined what could have been like this grand finale. You gave it away. You gave away all of your secrets, all of your tricks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. It's like well, we invested in yeah. the doves. We have to use them more than once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they rented them for so many hours. They wanted to get their money's worth. Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea, Tyler, of be like the person dancing, be like, I can't wait till the end of this song when it hits its crescendo and we hear an air cannon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in the middle, and you're like, what? No, it's not right. It's not the end. So I'm maybe I should specify. So not I'm not thinking of air horns where it's like bum, bum, bum. I'm thinking of where it's like just a big tube and air shoots out of it like you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, a visual. <laughs> Literally thing. just air coming out of a tube. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the cheap version of pyrotechnics. It's just like <laughs> like loud air. <laughs> Looks like a cloud <laughs> shooting out of a tube. But I just I don't know. I saw this DJ it was like just a, at after something. It wasn't like I intended to go see a DJ, but it was like they just set those things. It was like the only like effect that they had. So they just set it off like over and over and over at like every every big moment in every song. And I was just like, all right, it's kind of a law of diminishing returns at a certain point. So maybe the game is just love diminishing returns. <laughs> yeah. I love something you said while you were describing how you ended up in the situation that inspired this, which was, uh, I didn't like intend to see a DJ. <laughs> uh, and someone who's like at a place like that with this point of view being like, look, I didn't even mean to do this. <laughs> that sounds like a common experience, honestly. I came yeah. here for live music i didn't come here to see a dj i like the idea also of like <laughs> comparing it to other things that would like ruin a moment so like being like this would be like if in times square they drop the ball every five minutes leading up to midnight yeah or like a wedding they throw rice at all parts of the wedding <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they said i do now <laughs> And they shove cake in each other's faces more than once. <laughs> that visually is very graphic, and I love it a lot, actually. It's like every five minutes, like a bell rings, and they have to shove another piece of cake into oh, each other's mouths. <laughs> I actually like the idea there of, like, yeah, the priest or the or whoever's, like, doing the ceremony being like, well, we got to wrap this up. We're going to be all out of cake soon. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the rice... I feel feel like the rice is a really good image for like the feeling I'm getting at. If just like 
the entire time the bride is coming down the aisle, there's rice hitting her. The entire time they're standing up there doing the vows, there's rice hitting both of them. Yeah. Just, it just constant the entire vows. Like rice is like building up around their ankles. <laughs> <laughs> after, after the wedding, the doors burst open and just rice pours out onto the ground. Like, like, like a wave. Yeah, yeah. Loaded into a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> yeah. I, also, I also like oh, the idea of doing a t-shirt cannon like every 45 seconds at a at a like a basketball a game or something <laughs> <laughs> at a wedding t-shirt cannon guy overdoing it just like while the game is going on still shooting t-shirts <laughs> it gets jammed and it gets shooting. <laughs> accidentally shoots the pitcher with a t-shirt grandma gets knocked out at the wedding <laughs> randy never leaves his work at work you know that's <laughs> just the t-shirt cannon guy everywhere he goes he has his t-shirt cannon ready to rock like did you invite your cousin randy didn't you oh no not randy he's gonna bring his gun yeah randy always brings his gun oh my god just saying that to somebody is such oh, a that's a and then yeah. for somebody to bring like a t-shirt cannon, yeah, actually, that's, yeah. that's a, I think great, that's a great sketch, actually, in the making. I do like the idea of the person with the, like, the cannon getting to sort of, like, defend themselves with a t-shirt cannon. Like, there's this moment when you have a t-shirt cannon where you're, like, <laughs> looking through the crowd and you catch someone's eye who really wants a t-shirt. And then you, they, like, they, they're waving their hands. Oh you make eye God. contact. Someone finally in my life wants something that I have to offer. <laughs> so I shoot it three feet in front of them. You know, after all these years, I, I never thought about shooting a t-shirt to myself. Loud air. Cool. Any of y'all got an idea you want some riffing done a on? A friend of mine sent me a picture of a diary that was her diary when she was in high school from 1976 to 1978. And it still has the lock on it. And, oh, and that was a picture cool. she sent. There was no, nothing says, Oh my God. And then shows this picture of this diary. And so I, I came up with this idea and I ended, you know, but all the things that there was some backstory on why she was looking at it and how she came across it this time in her life. But the idea was that she couldn't get the lock open, but she was just thinking about ideas and that, you know, she was at the shore and there was that family two doors down that had um, uh, brought a French exchange student. And, uh, and you know, one of, one of the lines is that, you know, we had a fresh air kid from Cleveland and they got a French boy who could kiss from France, you know, and, and so that, that was, so it was just the types of things that a, uh, you know, uh, somebody, you know, in their fifties is trying to remember back to the seventies with a, uh, uh, what's in the diary. I really love the idea of the sanctity of the diary lock, like yeah. even against <laughs> oneself. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like I really want to remember what's in here. I want to like read my old thoughts again, but the lock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And part of the part of the thought was that you know maybe she had a uh, uh, a sister she caught reading the diary at one point, so then she put a lock and she hid the key, and now she's lost the key, and she's trying to now she needs to Google, you know, how to unlock a uh, a lock. Got to get a locksmith. 
Yeah, I, you, you need to because this was done before Google, so that you know that information not be as widely widespread. That's the sketch, though. Is like yeah, a, locksmith, a, lock. a locksmith showing up to unlock a diary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's really and, good. and the locksmith is like, "Well, can you prove it's your diary?" Oh, because he's, yeah, he's, he's like, like, "This is a diary. I don't want to ruin the sanctity of a diary. Look, even if it's yours, like you were a different person." than you were when you were and you say you don't know where the key is ah see uh-huh. that's a big that's it there's a code there's a locksmith code you have I've seen great. this many times in my career are you sure are you sure you want Can't to know go yeah I actually created this pamphlet for this situation. Uh, (laughs) Reasons you may not want to read your old diary. Right. Wow, you're an incredible graphic designer. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, I'm taking classes at the comedian. That's my side hustle. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I thought, but yeah. I just, I love the idea of the jealousy between, um, oh, he got a, they got, they got a French foreign exchange student, a boy who could kiss well. Yeah. (laughs) i love the idea of a foreign exchange student like showing up to a house for the summer and then immediately just one of the kids being like this guy kisses back (laughs) go back to paris (laughs) Uh, back to the locksmith um this would be like a guilty pleasure for me as if the locksmith's entire point of reference was like mama mia the musical like you saw what happened what happened to donna when sophie just found her diary and started reading it <laughs> oh wow <laughs> don't you understand that the locksmith code comes directly from mama mia <laughs> do you know how many times in movies and tele- television someone has opened a diary and regretted it because <laughs> i do 100 percent of the time <laughs> There could be who's the dad drama in here. There could be failed business stress in here. You don't know. Before he considers it, she'd have to sign like a 20 page release, you know, releasing him from any psychological trauma. It's like I've been going to law school at night, too. I'm a generalist. I love that he would have to be a generalist in order to fit into like a locksmith niche. Of only <laughs> diaries. Yeah. 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 All right. You, I opened the diary. You read it. You're traumatized. Fortunately, I'm a trauma counselor as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one of the many other things I'm going to school for currently. Also, this has nothing to do with it, but I really like the um, idea of a, a foreign exchange student from Cleveland. That's very good. At least, at least give yeah. me the same equivalence as someone from France or Portugal, right? You know? yeah. 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 My People guy's from it. Cleveland. Okay, this is this is Klaus. He's from uh, Germany, and um, this is uh, Frank. <laughs> Where's Frank from? Yeah, Frank's from Cleveland. <laughs> oh my gosh, your lips—they're like the. Uh... Outside of the Rock and Roll Hall. (laughs) 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 A boy who could kiss well. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, that was a great share. All right, Ryan, Keith, either you got anything? Um, I got something. All right. Uh, I've been knocking around this idea in my head for a while. Uh, not like like a week, really. But um, uh. The word, uh, the word government as short for like government, 
Is this anything anyone's heard about? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, so but that's I, like a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that that shorten, shorten yeah, words like that. Yeah. President. Like, oh no, President. Lisa, that's my whole sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> so my idea was this, like, I guess this conservative person uh, who's like, um, this is separate, but kind of dumb. Uh, who, who just says government anytime something goes wrong or like the idea of power or control is involved. So I do, like, I'm sorry. I am left. I am laughing at the idea of like a super uber conservative coming out and screaming government, government. <laughs> at, at just like people that he disagrees with or something mm-hmm. almost like to a degree. Yeah. My thinking is like if this person sees something innocuous. Oh yeah. I like that. I also like what Dan said about like any opinion that disagrees with this person. It's like, uh, Miller Lite government. <laughs> the government wants you to enjoy Miller Lite, and I hate that. public transport government. Like, yeah, I know it's nice that yeah. we have the government to give us public transport. It's just getting angrier and angrier. Uh, yeah, yelling government at like support systems that the government <laughs> that like one of like some of the few support systems that really really work. And rolling up on like uh, a fire department, putting out a fire, be like government. Are those people on Halloween who just put like a bowl of candy out and say like take one? Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> that guy getting so pissed at that. Government. <laughs> Dad, it says I should only take one. What do you think, government? <laughs> Asking us to have self controls just another form of control. <laughs> yeah. That thing, boy, you could go off on that. Self control is just another form of control. That. Yeah, it's a great justification. <laughs> I, I like the idea of it of it going really absurd and like one day he realizes that he can't say anything but the word government and like starts to go to like psychologists and psychiatrists to try to solve his problem and they're like, There's nothing physically wrong with you. I don't know what's going on. He's just like government government Go <laughs> like trap travels to the to the far east to like find holy men to study under to try to fix it <laughs> like a buddhist temple he carries the like blue flower up the t- up to the top of the mountain <laughs> yeah, yeah and then yeah. at the end they're like well we've got a series of systems to try to help you and everyone else uh, out as long as we all chip in a little and he just goes government and burns the whole thing down <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Government. I like, um <laughs> i like him just being able to say government and then he like becomes a a conservative celebrity because of that. Like they get him to speak. Oh, a pundit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like Lil John. He's a hype man, but like for conservative people. And instead of saying yeah or what, he he's just named says, like the poet laureate. Government, 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 Poet laureate. Yeah. He's the poet laureate. Oh gosh. I would watch. I would watch a three and a half minute sketch of somebody reciting a poem that was just the word government. government. <laughs> Sometimes it's about the governments that you don't say. <laughs> you got to read between the governments. <laughs> Negative space. Sketchy, sketch, sketch, go. Government! 
All right. That's all for us tonight. Thank you to all the participants and to the Jeff Powers for the music you've just heard. And also a big thanks to you, the listeners. If you'd like to support the show or check out more that we have to offer, head on over to SketchySketchSketch.com. If you want to submit a sketch, email us at SketchySketchPod at gmail.com. You could get your sketch on the show. Super exciting. And if you want to be a part of the show, but writing or acting isn't your thing, you can always send us a quick song or a drop for us to use on the show. Or you can submit a drawing of something inspired by what you've heard today or any other day. And we'll post it on our socials, turn it into a really cute little sticker. And I know you like what you heard today. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and just tell everybody about it. Our tell your friends. Follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter. Follow us on Insta. Like us on Facebook. Give us five stars. You know, buy a pet snake or fish and name it Sketchy Sketch Sketch Show. Mm-hmm. Fish love that name. So, you know, until next week. See you later, alligators. See ya, alligators. You could get an alligator and name it the name of the show. I was going to go with Chompers, but no, Sketchy no. Sketch Go the alligator is much better. Yeah, Chompers is a bad name bad for an alligator. Bad name for an alligator. Sketchy Sketch Sketch Go.